Welcome back to another exciting adventure in $2 Creature Feature, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast with Q-Times. I'm your host and keeper, Mr. Ray, and I use he-him pronouns. With me today is my wonderful cast. Cast, would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I am Laura, she, her. I'm Tammy Jo Marple, also she, her. I'm here to immediately disrupt the beautiful ASMR mood that Ray is setting. <laughs> Damn it, Laura, that was my joke. Oh my God. <laughs> we, we are on two ends of an axis. <laughs> yes. Amazing, amazing. Uh, uh, hi, I'm, 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 I'm Megan, she, her. I will be playing Zelda Wardwell, uh, your local flake, also she, her. Yeah, it was really smooth. There was no way we were going to keep that energy up. Just no way. And and I'm Nye, I play Eric. I was going to have a joke, but there's no <laughs> joke now. <sighs> nah, it, it's all good. It's all good. It, if I had to have my joke stolen by anyone, I would rather it be Laura. <laughs> wow, wait a minute, like, like, Megan. Of the three of us in particular? <laughs> of all humans in existence. Oh, oh wow. Oh, ever. Wow. Yes. Damn. That that somehow feels less mean, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's global. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I can't compete with everyone in the world. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. I, and not. everyone no. who ever will live and ever has lived. So I mean, oh, yeah, whoa. a lot of people. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Ex- 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 Congrats, Laura. Yeah, Laura's now, well, now I feel that. a lot of pressure. <laughs> but to steal my jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I like. I now I have to like make you happy by stealing <laughs> all of your jokes. <laughs> I, sorry, <laughs> sorry for putting that pressure on you, Laura. That's not that's not a good friend thing to do. Uh, now, now Megan is the one that must steal all my jokes for eternity. There we go. Ooh, all right. It's a oh, curse. No. Oh, no, it's, too, it's a lot of it's pressure. Too much you pressure. shouldn't have, wa- no, you shouldn't have watched that videotape of me doing crap stand up. No, no. <laughs> Fun fact: I used to do stand-up really? a long time ago. Oh, wow. oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. That may, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, it it was not good. Like I had a bit about like <laughs> like the weird looks you get from McDonald's workers whenever you drive in at like eleven o'clock at night and you order like like twenty McDoubles and they're just like like looking out the window trying to figure out like what you look like. Oh, <laughs> that that oh, that's not nice. I mean, you know, that was a part of my meal prepping phase, at least, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Yeah. I well, like it. Yeah. You've been warned, McDonald's workers treat everybody with care and compassion, <laughs> or else. I that, 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 the the niceness of that statement kind of disintegrated wow. yeah. there. We should probably introduce <laughs> the episode now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes. So this is my NPR voice for nerds playing roles. Um, it's going to be our side podcast, another side podcast that we have, you know, just going to keep spinning them out. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. So a lot of stuff happened last episode. Um, it was really intense. And if you want to hear it, you should probably go back and listen to that episode. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. From, from Ray making a face like, please, anybody jump in and, and take the information away. And and now I'm making that face. Megan, Laura, save me. On top of stealing my jokes, I need you to help me with recaps. Ah, uh, uh, I see. This is all just an elaborate mm-hmm. buttering up. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. Please help me. Uh, uh, 
Um, so Tammy Joe and Deacon went in search of the uh, candle that they needed for mm-hmm. a ritual. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tammy Joe learned that Deacon's family had been the ones that actually trapped the pirates mm-hmm. there to guard the golden face for generations, which she is still not happy about, by the way. Um, Good. Uh, but uh, we were able to get the candle from them, and Deacon did a little, little, little magic to uh, to let them go free. Um, but then there was only there was barely a second to celebrate um, before he sensed that someone had opened the vault that lies oh under Jupiter Hollow, and that we visited in episode like two, mm-hmm. I think. Yep, one or two. Yep. Oh, 30-some episodes ago. Oh, yeah. God. Lifetime ago. It was. We were different people. We were different yeah. people. <laughs> Some of us more literally than others. Yeah, I, I think that's, like, you know, as, as far as IRL time, like, that was literally just about a year and a month ago. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. All right. The, the most important part of this whole scene, in case Laura doesn't mention it, is that Deacon picked Tammy up and ran with her down the uh, beach, which is now the second character of ours that has been picked up uh, and but, run but with was, on that beach. What was beach. the specifics of the picking up, Megan, this part I do remember? We agreed it was oh, canon. We went with my idea that he carried her <laughs> in his mouth like a like a mother wolf oh, does to a to a baby wolf. I, okay, canonically, we left it vague. That. You can picture it however you no. want. If you do fan art and you want to do fan art of it, you no. know, however you want to draw that I, out, like, go ahead. I'm but. taking my one-fourth executive power of this podcast, and that is what I say happens. You're going to use luck. I Tim, use luck. This is canon. Tammy Joe will deny up and down that she even has oh. a scruff. So. <laughs> scruff? I don't... I no, that's unladylike. <laughs> no, I have somebody for that. Oh boy! <laughs> okay. What happened and next, I, Megan? I, I I can tag in because while this is going on, uh, Eric and Jackson were outside the door of the basement oubliette, and they had a lovely talk about Eric being Uncle Eric. Then it was super sweet. And meanwhile, on the inside, uh, Zelda and Silas are kind of fighting. Silas came out and taunted Eric a bit through the door. There was a lot of crashing down there. Either Zelda or Silas, I think a combination of both, were just beating the crap out of themselves and everything down there. Like, I think most of those ornaments are done. Mm-hmm. Those ornaments are done. It's a mess down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then... Uh, they decide that Jackson, Jackson, and I believe Tammy agrees to this because uh, she was talking to Deacon that Jackson should go with uh, Deacon. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that that he's ready, and this is a big moment for Tammy to start being okay with the fact that Jackson might just is it might just be actually is a chosen one, and can kind of start taking care of himself in the way the Deacon's kind of been unofficially training him already, kind of recognizing those signs. So Deacon and Jackson are going to go off to fight whatever is happening at the vault right now. And then uh, Eric and Tammy uh, entered the basement to figure out what the hell is going on. 
So Silas Zelda started pushing shelves on him and trying to trip people on the stairs. And for one second, Zelda was able to use magic to basically bind herself. And uh, Tammy, since she had used luck to both find and do the exorcism spell, was able to, with all the stuff that uh, they got, including the candle, exorcise Silas. So now there is a very angry marsh mummy spirit in the basement with our three heroes. In a also, there is a lot of debris. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of sharp stuff down there that can be start flying about. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. yeah. He's kind of like a like a like a crunchy, well, a, a crunchy. I get no. He would be an inside out crunchy then. You guys know what crunchies are, right? Nope. Oh, okay, they're, they're like chocolate. <laughs> it's like chocolate and honeycomb, but he's like inside out. So the uh, honeycomb's on the outside, uh, which is the broken glass uh, ornament. It's like it's like sponge uh, candy. And the I got gotcha. you. That's regional. Yeah. Here. Well, but it's not gooey. It's incredibly brittle and hard. It'll cut your teeth off. Oh no, that's what uh, that's what sponge candy is. Oh, why is it called that? That sounds it's incredibly. Gooey. That sounds like small children. Because I think it looks like a sponge. Oh. But it's it's very. Uh, we're, we'll get into regional stuff later. This is fast. That sounds really delicious. <laughs> Sorry. Very, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> oh no! What were we talking about? Candy. We were talking about candy, we were, right? Yeah, we were talking about not dying episode. to this guy. Yeah. Oh yes. So we are in a situation right now. Uh, ho- hello. Yes. Is this okay? Okay, this should be on. Hi. This is this is Drake Daly. Um, I'm I'm a a journalist major at at the university. Um, if you can hear this and uh, you're you're getting this, um. There's there's a lot of stuff going on in Jupiter Hollow right now. Um, we're we're being rocked by I don't know how any other way to put it. Um, they're called monsters. Um, they're they're just monsters. They're they're coming out of the the woods. Um, go ahead and uh, I highly advise you you get indoors, um, barricade yourselves in, um, protect yourselves. Um, for for some odd reason, uh, I don't know where they're all coming from. Well, I do know, but. But I, I don't I don't have I don't have the proof coming coming to you yet. I don't know why they're coming out, but just I I just need the word to get out. Everybody needs to be safe. Um there there are people on the scene trying to take care of this. The the cops are out there, but you know, there's there's other citizens who are coming out there. Um but I advise you, don't try to be a hero um if if you don't need to. Um but try to get somewhere safe. Um, if you know somebody who has a shelter that you could take, um, and you know, if there are people who, who are in need, I, I highly advise you take them in because we're in this together and, uh, there is somebody to blame for this. And, um, his name is Richard Rockwell. He's a professor at the university. The story is a lot and I'm going to get it out as soon as as soon as we get all the facts. But just bear with me. Take care of each other. This is Drake Daly, signing out. Back at the Hanson property. Oof. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, our three hunters are uh, standing. Well, probably not standing, but uh, you're in a room full of broken Christmas ornaments and a lot of the shards of glass and metal and just twisted things that, you know, for some odd reason is a part of the Christmas holiday that I don't really get. Like lots of hooks and wires um, are spinning around in a violent vortex inside this basement. And uh, 
you can hear Silas's voice. So we're all trapped in here together. This is it. I'll just take care of you three, and then boss will let me out, and then we'll finish this ritual. Oh, hey, hey, that's not coming from my mouth, right? Hey, hey, T- Tammy, Eric, T- Tammy, Eric. No, no, oh, oh, no I can't it's move. not coming from your mouth. It's coming from the fucking okay. maelstrom that's over there, May Zelda. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, no, that's bad, too, but this is, like, slightly better than the rest of my last day has gone. That's fair. I, uh, that's very oh. fair. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, How are we going to deal with this? Um, oh. I did have a plan, but the problem is the plan was... um. Uh, the, the the plan was that Deacon knew how to deal with the spirit. Oh, you could be um, kidding with me. Okay. We could call him? That seems very distracting. I, I, um, I, 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 okay, give me a minute. Okay, I'll, I'll think of something. Okay. I, uh. Uh. Okay. Um, I think uh, Zelda, while she, uh, one, as I'm going to assume that she kind of figures out that she can let go of the like trap someone spell that she put on herself, mm-hmm. and was like kind of like okay, that's good. Okay, I can move. Um, and she's just she's gonna have a nice think about uh this ghost and like what they could maybe do. Okay. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Um. Yeah. Is this investigating a mystery or reading a bad situation? It's either one. I'll I'll let you take dealer's choice. Okay, the, you know what? The mystery I mean, of how we don't point, become I, turned into Swiss cheese from all this fucking yeah, yeah. I feel like glass. Yeah, I feel like it's it's a it's a more of a bad situation than a mystery she wants to like make notes hmm. on. Read an investigation. She's in more survival mode right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah read a bad situation. I said read an investigation, yeah, but you know, I'm just being. I funny. mean, yeah, I'll do both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is good. This is good. This is great. This is good. So that is five, six. No. Five. Th- it's eight. Five plus three is eight. <laughs> is it? I'm already f- yes frazzled. Yes. Yeah. Two, See, I, had, I was like, I why? Why am I questioning even. this? Two odds always make an even. That's right. Oh no! Don't add me another thing to remember. Yeah. Right. Um. Yes. Yeah, okay, so fair. you can hold one. Okay. Best way in out. Dangerous. We have another good. Okay. Okay. I think. I think her thought right now is. What's most vulnerable vulnerable to me? What can I do that could affect uh, Ghost Silas now? Hmm. Um, I think you would definitely know that as a ghost, he's vulnerable to magical influences. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, you could definitely do something with that. Yeah, so I think she she'd just be like, "It's it's magic time, everybody! He's, he's a damn ghost." Um, I guess when he was in in me, you could like punch him by punching me. But now he's out, and it's that inc- yeah, we gotta like magic at him. Ooh, Everybody, ooh, magic ooh, at him. Okay. Um, is 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 the oubliette two way? Like so things. Um. Oh, oh God, I'm trying to think of the word here. So. Things that our, um, you know how things can't see things that are in the oubliette, right? Like magically see things, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, d- does it work the other way? Like if something is in the um, oubliette, can things outside... Wait, I just answered my own question. If something's in the oubliette, it can't be seen from outside the oubliette, right? Right. 
Okay, that's a question I want to ask. I have a plan, but I need some time. So please, that's what Eric says. Okay, I got a plan. Oh. It's it's squirrel-brained, but it should work. Uh, hey. Wait, are you going to turn into a squirrel? D- you have to prepare us. No, not oh. yet. That's tomorrow's plan if we live through this anyway. Now is not the time to be talking about oh. squirrels. Oh, I, I, okay, probably not. Like, Look, probably not. Okay, okay, I'll take. I guess I'll take that. Just cover me. I'm gonna so, have to draw a signal oh, and get some oh, weird shit out my pocket. Oh. It's not gonna be fun. I'm gonna have to improvise and I'm gonna have to do something quite extreme. So let's just. Oh, we do have to this. be distracting. Uh, d- oh, I can be very distracting. Yes, please distract him while I do this. T- All Tammy, right, I'm gonna distract him for a second, and then you whammy him. And she just like like says that to Tammy, okay. and then kind of like walk walk walks towards Silas. Hey Zelda, I'm so what? When you start walking towards Silas, the maelstrom no. just stops, yeah. like everything just drops to the floor. Oh. Right. Well, okay. <gasps> uh, she'll take another step. Okay. Okay. Um, what the what the what the hell, Silas? Like what what is this? I don't understand, and I'm very upset, and I haven't slept well in the last couple days, and, like, my mouth still tastes like cigars, and I don't know, are those bar peanuts? Did you eat those corn nuts? That is the grossest stuff, Silas, and also, I don't know, like, everything feels weird, and I don't think you clean under my nails. They're so gross, and, like, I'm just so done today, Silas, so, I mean, I just need you to just go, okay? Just get out of here. Like, I can't believe you let that... I can't believe you let Rockwell like like treat you like a dog. Hey Tammy. Mm-hmm. Can you roll act under pressure for me? I sure can. Uh, that is a oops. I hit one of my dice. <laughs> uh I think that was a seven. <laughs> um, okay. Um so yeah, you feel yourself beginning to be lifted up into the air, as if somebody was picking you up with incredible strength. Ooh, okay. And you hear Silas's voice behind you say, you know, I think I owe you one for tearing me in two. And you start feeling pressure pull your arms, but right now you haven't taken any harm, so you have enough time to react. I would like to reach out and with whatever part of my body is closest touch zelda okay (laughs) um yeah give me another act under pressure roll okay (laughs) (laughs) i hope everything's going well back there guys i brought my back to you (laughs) why are you so hard to draw that is Merlin propped up on the other side. Oh, no, it does not look good at all. Tammy's floating. <laughs> Merlin, you're not helping how right now. The, how can a book cover its eyes? And yet he is. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to use my other my remaining hold from what could go wrong. Okay. To give myself a plus two forward on that. So that's now a 10. Okay. Woo-hoo. All right. Yeah. You wrench an arm free and you grab Zelda. Ah! Once, once my body is making contact with Zelda's body, which is making contact with the Amber Thought, am I still affected by being raised in the air? Yes. Oh, uh, 
Oh. Okay. I. I. I okay. <laughs> all right. I, I do have to say that like, she that doesn't have the, the Amber thought anymore. Yeah. It's not. It's, oh it's right. Weird. Oh. Yeah. Jackson right, right, does. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. That. Yeah. So we're fucked. My. Yeah. Uh. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Sorry. Yeah. Can we can we back it up then? Because I was specifically oh, yeah. trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> I kept forgetting where it was. Yeah, and I thought, um, I thought the the approaching. Yeah, I thought I thought as as Zelda was approaching uh, Silas, it was the Ember thought like making stuff fall from the air. That's what. Okay, all right, all right. So it's not. Hmm. So I don't know what's going on then. Interesting. I, I think it's he just dropped his presence of lifting it. Like it's kind of like poltergeist ghost. Like he can pick things up. But I think he just couldn't grab you and keep the males from going at the same time. That's my that's my assumption. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know what Ray's reasoning is. Because I have a feeling if he could do all of that he would be OP is my that's my logic at least. I don't know, you'd have to investigate yeah. it. <laughs> I'm busy <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy drawing stuff. Hey, I think all we're right. being very distracting, which is what our, our main goal yes, was. Exactly. You. It's exactly. most appreciated. I'm gonna yeah. butcher this role though. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So sorry. So Timmy Joe is not trying to make contact with the Amber Thought then. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So Timmy Joe feels herself being lifted. Silas is saying he's, he owes her one. And she starts to feel herself being, being pulled. Um, she does want to keep Silas's focus on her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she's just gonna, she's just gonna, um, gonna try to bluff and keep, keep his focus on her. Um, so yeah, as Timmy Joe feels, feels herself sort of starting to, to be, um, pulled, I think she's gonna physically, she can't do anything magically to, to try to hold herself together, but, Sorry, guys. I'm. No, it's okay. Um, no, I mean she could definitely no limits, or you know, even if you want to. Oh, that's an idea. Because yeah, because yeah. that's an interesting it's, idea. Or he's not doing anything magical to you. He's just trying to tear your arms off with his strength. So it's. Well, wait. I mean, is is he making is he making contact with Tammy Joe, or or does like she just feel I, like she's being I'm I'm apart? going like, with what am I seeing? Here? I'm going with the assumption. And I guess we have to roll to figure this out. That he is like a like he's like a poltergeist, so he can move things, but he's intangible. So that's why I'm saying I, he's not like he's not casting a spell on you. He's just picking you up with his intangible form and pulling at your arms. So as I'm saying, like obviously you can't punch him, but like you resisting your arms being torn off is yeah, I, I think is fair because. It's he's just trying to tear your arms off. So like you know, I don't know what <laughs> exercises you can do to keep your arms in their sockets. <laughs> but I'm assuming Tammy Joe could have like, yeah, I'm just doing my 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 arm exercises. Oh, like like push ups. No, this one keeps them in their sockets. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. I think no limits is gonna that'll work. More. Okay. Um. <laughs> Starting again, um, yeah. So Tammy Joe feels as she like feels herself start to be kind of pulled apart. Um, 
uh, this may or may not help her physically, but she at least wants to keep Silas's focus on her. Um, so she's going to pull together sort of all the strength that she has and try to just like almost like if, if it feels like Silas is pulling her apart, like she's going to try to pull Silas like almost around her. Okay. Yeah. Um, Just by like condensing, like try to condense her own energy and body and and keep his focus there um so yeah i'll try to no limits yeah yeah no i think that works core totally strength <laughs> yes core. exactly core that's what that's what your uh your your gym buddy said it's like man tammy joe it, it's like you could resist having your arms torn off by an intangible spirit and you went <laughs> marjorie that's a strange compliment but thanks <laughs> Oh, I was thinking her gym buddy was Jim Buddy, J I M B U D D H E. I mean, yeah, sure, we can, we can go. With that. Yeah, he he must yeah, have a yeah. Okay, yeah. it's a, a classical a classic case of nominative determinism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, it's a five. Ooh, something uh, goes horribly if, wrong. If Tammy yells or anything. Zelda has see this, right? How try. big is this basement? I mean, it's not big. It's like I've always yeah. treated it like it's about sure the size of a room. Can we see Silas, or is it uh, there's nothing to see, but we can see Tammy like being picked up, kind of deal? There's nothing to see, but you can see Tammy lifted up. Okay. And okay. I think as you try to pull in, you just feel Silas's strength pull further out and. Uh, you're going to take two harm as you feel your arms going out of socket. Ooh. Just. Okay. Zelda's like, I am so sick of your shit, Silas. And if, if possible, she'd like to just use magic to inflict one harm. Absolutely. Uh, she makes finger guns. <gasps> and she pictures like just like shooting right about where he would be because he, she can kind of. I would, I would argue she can kind of tell depending how. Tam- like he has to be behind Tammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? So this is what she's well, going to do uh, to stop this happening. If, and this, if he was in front of Tabby, <laughs> you'd still hit him. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, she's like I. I just assume like she's trying to focus on where oh, she would right, say okay, he sorry. is, so she can yeah. like you know. I was gonna say I don't think with her laser like a, focused. I, on. Like I just a, I try not to hit Tabby's situation. I have a feeling you'll hit him. Okay. See, I think with magic, uh, it's more of like the intention okay. versus like. Like yeah, the actual yeah, logic yeah. of it. Yeah, no, it's I why you can that. do magic missile and hit a target that you know maybe is on the other side of a friend of well, yours. Well, that, that's because magic missile is uh, in bot, but you know. Okay, so that that's an eight. So there's a glitch. Yeah, what do you want your glitch oh, like, to be? Um, everything's going wrong. Well, no, she's fine. Here's the thing: she's fine of the effect being of short duration, because truly, she doesn't know what damage she literally can do to him. But she's she's trying to stop Silas from doing damage to Tammy while Eric does whatever the hell's happening over there. <laughs> Okay. So this is fine. This is she's trying to literally the biggest her biggest goal is to stop Tammy from being torn in half. <laughs> and 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 this this might this might synchronize with this. So I just want to say it now too. Oh, if, if it feel Ray, I still have one. I still have one hold, and one of the options uh, there is do is take one less harm. So if I if it was going to feel like 
both of Tammy's shoulders are going to be dislocated. If I spend that hold, could it be that just happens on one I thought you switched your last hold on the actor and the I, pressure board. I, I, but, but that that was to try to that was that was trying to reach out to oh right touch okay Zelda okay. when I thought yeah. she had the Amber thought so we gotcha on that gotcha thank you yes yes you can absolutely yeah. do that okay. okay okay all right so so I'll 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 like twist in a way as as Silas is is doing that so one arm goes out um, yeah and then, so and then uh, Zelda's <laughs> yeah Zelda does this finger gun and a literal like. Uh, purple sparkly energy bolt shoots out of your <laughs> finger and um, it zooms like right past Tammy Joe and it hits Silas's figure and it lights up his figure for a second and you can like see his form like with this purple sparkly color scheme um, but he doesn't look like his zombie self he looks fuller and um, he doesn't have the scar on his cheek anymore like he looks like like he did during his life but then like he fades away again and uh Tammy Joe you dropped to the floor <clears throat> Tammy 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 are you okay I'm I'm she I'm, runs I'm, over. Fi- I'm I'm fine Zelda Okay Zelda that was okay. beautiful just um maybe oh. let's just keep doing that um Okay yeah yeah <laughs> um do you need me to load your finger guns Gotcha gotcha <laughs> Hey everybody, long time no talk. Um, it's Ray, of course, your boy. Well, sort of boy. Anyways, um, so yeah, there's been some stuff that have changed. Um, mostly because we recorded these episodes about six months ago, probably back in March. Um, so yeah, some things are different. One thing is we are no longer with Q Times because there is no Q Times. It's gone. It's, it's over. Now it's called Alt Haven. And that's a rebrand we can get behind. It's not like, you know, the letter X or anything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, in the episodes here and forward, we'll say we're a podcast with Q Times, whenever really we mean we're a podcast with Alt Haven. Um, other than that, um, something else that's changed are my pronouns. Um, I say that I use he, him, but actually nowadays I'm using they, he. So, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, oh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but, um, a big announcement that I want to announce, or at least say, um, if you're catching this before Friday, uh, July 28th, that's my puppy in the background. Um, so yeah, if you're catching this before Friday, July 28th, um, around 9 p.m. Eastern time, I am doing a stream, Megan and I are doing a stream, with Ciro for her Twitch anniversary. So, um, and a lot of you may like this because it's going to be Severus Savardi's Traveling Fun Fair uh, in a more modern era. Yes, they can hear you. Sorry, my puppy's very happy to hear you all, see you all. Uh, so yeah, anyways, uh, if you all want to tune into that, like I said, it's a very familiar setting. It's our season one setting. Uh, just in the modern day, but also another good thing about it is is because um, it's on Twitch um, and it's live. You can influence things. You can influence the game. Um, 
you can add or subtract one from a hunter's world by uh, putting up those Kiwi coins, which are completely free. Um, if you want to put in a little cash, um, a $5 donation will force a player to uh, re-roll. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, uh, they have to re-roll it, which is really fun. Um, and at $10, um, I have made up a D100 um, chart of just chaotic things to happen um, because chaos is fun. So if you donate $10, um, I will roll a D100 and something chaotic off of that will happen in the stream and the hunters will have to deal with that along with, you know, this, this uh, mystery that I've got going. Speaking of, uh, every $25 that we, we get donated um, is going to kick the mystery up a notch and it's going to go closer and closer on the countdown clock until midnight. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be chaotic. Um, so I really hope you all will stop in. Um, and anyways, yeah, speaking of Ciro, um, our promo this week is from Ciro's uh, podcast, Red Gate and Wolf. Um, it's a very fun podcast. It's a little more uh, rowdy and a little more horny than our podcast is, but uh, it's definitely good stuff. Definitely worth the listen. And uh, don't tell anybody, but I guess start on there as well. <laughs> all right, that's it for me. I'll see you all in two weeks. Um, we've only got just a few episodes left. Uh, I think the count is we've got like four episodes and then we have a, a prologue or an epilogue. I always get that mixed up. It's an epilogue. So, um, yeah, really getting close to the end. Um, thank you so much for being there with us on this journey and, uh, I'll see you later creatures. Bye. As this thing on. Can't you see the red light? God, how bad are your eyes? I can see the red light, but no one said to talk. Hi, I am Marie Redgate, and um, this is... Angus McRae. And we uh, fight monsters, because those are real. The boogeyman that you fear, they're real. That thing under your bed is also real. But we're here to fight them. Kick their ass, but, you know, that's close enough. Do you even literally think we should be doing this? I mean, who would believe a couple of uh, monster hunters from a little town called Hendrix, which we're stuck in, thanks to you? Thanks to me. I would have been gone a long time ago if I still had a car. Well, I guess you shouldn't have drove it off a bridge. We interrupt this bickering to inform you that we are Redgate and Wolf, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Why, Why is it Redgate and Wolf? Should not be Wolf and Redgate. I do all the work, and as she talked about kicking ass, I do that. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere to kick ass if I didn't drive you there. Drive me. You drive me crazy. Find us on your favorite podcast app now. Okay, fine, fuck it. We'll just have to do it the hard way then. And Eric will pick up one of the shards of glass. He's like, oh, fuck, I hate doing this part of magic. And he'll cut his palm and he'll put the bloody palm on the incredibly poorly drawn sigil he's just attempted to make with some street chalk he found in the basement. Uh, And he'd like to summon something. Okay, this this is just an out of character gripe. 
Like, I see this in, like, this kind of media all the time where somebody cuts, like, the palm of their hand. That is, like, the worst place to cut. Yes, it is. That's because, yeah, yeah, but you know know what's worse than cutting the palm of your hand? Having your arms torn off. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) And we've reached that stage. Well, see, that's that's why I don't play games with Wookiees, you know. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, Er Eric, Eric, I I took a harm for the the cutting my palm thing. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey Merlin, we're gonna have to use the name at the back of your of you. Uh huh. Are you sure you you want to do that? Yes, because we have reached this point, man. Okay, fuck it. Let's just do this shit, and I'll pay for the consequences. And by I, I mean hopefully that dude over there who just tried to kill my friend. All right. Okay. Boy, I really hate trying to read these ancient scripts. Fuck it. Let's just do this in English. Okay, here we go. I summon thee, Beelzebub. Get your arse over here, man, okay? <laughs> and I'm gonna roll magic. What? <laughs> Alright, roll, use magic. Oh, that's actually not terrible. Uh, so that's... Wait, math. Uh, wait, a five, a five and a six is an eleven, right? I don't know why my brain looked at five and six and was like... Yes, because yeah, like six eight. and six is twelve minus one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There we go. Yes, yeah, so I got an eleven. All right. Um, so, uh, how do we want to make this picture? Um, <laughs> Gently, <laughs> so it works out for all the good guys. Yeah, I just okay. So you can feel the room kind of shift. Like there is no breeze in the room per se, other than the one that like kind of Silas makes. But it shifts and kind of sort of stops. And it's almost like somebody just sucks all the air out of the room. And flies start bapping and hitting the windows of the cellar or the basement. And worms start crawling out of the walls. And the flies start getting in. And insects and arthropods. Or insects and... Uh, arachnids arachnids thank you it's okay and and creepy crawlies of all sorts start assembling and coming together and building up into a form and then it takes shape a tall slick looking businessman appears next to eric his suit looks tailor-made and he holds an intimidating poise he glares to all those in the room before setting his gaze on Eric. Why have you summoned me? Oh, oh, okay, that was a lot scarier than I was planning. Ah, hello, I'll shake your not that hand, that's got blood on it. Here we go, this is the hand, oh please don't take it. Okay, hi, uh, I have a business proposition for you. Uh, but first, I thought I would give you a little snack, just a, just a little little entree for your unis. You see over there, they are, generally speaking, there is a disembodied spirit. And I was thinking that since demons love souls, that one's just free ball in there for you, man. So, you know, you can just have it. I, I'm sure he's going to complain, but he, he died a long time ago. So, like, I'm pretty sure his... 
you know, his ness is there. You're just staring at me. Oh, hmm. I have a second thing. Don't kill me yet. There's a proposition for you. I have information that you'd need. But first, um, can we maybe sort out this guy over here? Because, hi, I'll just start over. Hi there. Um, say something, please. Just the, the staring is, is really terrifying me. I gotta be honest. You don't know the rules of this, do you? Fuck no, man. No, I don't know any rules. I'm a thief. We, we can't take souls unless it's consensual. <sighs> Fine. Then just... Fine, I'll deal with him later. Can, can we get this? Hey, guys, come over here behind him. I don't think he'll bother us if we're near the... Well, <laughs> this guy. Uh, Zelda, honey, yeah. if if you could... um, If there is a way you can just... um, tr- Try to keep Silas... Um, uh, um, out of the way for a moment. Uh. I, er- Eric, thank you, I... I think maybe this conversation is my department. Yeah, yeah, that that's good. We're on the same page, right? Yeah. I think I see where you're headed. Yes. Although I I I did summon him, so don't worry. I'll I'll fit the bill on this one. Um, but yeah, please help me with this because this guy is scaring literally the shit with me. So, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, again, I do still have to remodel and rent this home, so please try to contain yourself. Uh, yeah, um, I'll do my best. So this is um, Tommy Joe. Um, we, we, we know uh, an employee of yours who is, shall we say, getting some ideas, and then he'll open his phone to the B- Busy Bee, what was it, the, the travel agents. Now, I'm, I, I don't know a lot of rules. But I think he took your likeness uh, without asking you. Uh, and, and that would be the most heinous crime, this individual who goes by the name A-Friend. I have a feeling that's not his real demon name, but hey. Um, anyway, so he, he took your likeness. Now, that would normally be the most heinous crime. However, he, and, and you can read our minds, if need be, we're not lying. He wants to take over. By accumulating some artifacts and shit. And we have some beef with him. Namely, we would rather he did not take over. Now, I don't know about you, okay? But I have a feeling you're quite, you know, you, you know you're kind of like a girl boss in your own capacity. Uh, and I feel like you, I don't know why I said that. Please, everyone stop looking at me like I just said something really bad. Oh, he raised an eyebrow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm panicking. Anyway, here's what I'm suggesting. If you take away his powers, just, just, just hear me out. Just, if you can just, you know, cut him off from waves at his general demeanor, you know, all of that business downstairs, then. We'll kill him for you. That's all. That's all we'll ask. And hey, hey, I, I, I know this. How about we make it a bet? All right, because he, he must be, he must be a fairly powerful demon, right? I assume, or maybe he's like, I don't know, maybe he's like the minnow, and you're like a, a pike. But it would be hard for us puny mortals to kill him. But if we do, two birds, one stone, and I can sweeten the pot. Okay. Uh, uh, if uh, uh, Timmy Joe has been like has been like letting Eric 
talk, but like at at the cringing, at the sweet in the p- <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Nice cringing. <laughs> nice cringing at his own improv. But at the at the, I mean, she heard she heard Eric say a minute ago, like he'll foot the bill. He's saying I'll sweeten the pot. She like steps. I'm just gonna step forward again, just sort of put put a hand on Eric's shoulder, um, uh, and uh, nod nod at Beelzebub in a way that's like like respectful, but also kind of familiar. Hoping confidence gets us somewhere <laughs> here. Um, pleased to pleased to make your acquaintance here. Um, my name is Tammy Joe Marple. Uh, what my friend here says is true, and uh, um, I'll just elaborate on that slightly to say that I um, previously had made a deal myself um, with this so-called uh, Arnold friend. Um, it was, as you can probably imagine um in his usual it's his usual realm of souls and souls in exchange for um extreme success etc um we broke that deal by by um i would say uh mutual agreement after he began to um well began to hurt people i loved which was never part of the deal and what my friend here says is Correct. He confided in me in some detail how he plans to use artifacts here in our town, some of which we are in possession of, to overthrow you and become, uh, what did he say, the the, le- the leader of hell, yes, more yes. or less? Something and and that would lines. be a bad look for you. I'm just saying, okay, sorry, Tim, would you let you continue? Yeah, no, I quite agree. I quite agree. Mm-hmm. I quite agree. Yeah. Um, and you know we we each have our own interests here, um, but I can tell you for certain the artifacts he is putting together are are quite powerful. I don't know if they are powerful enough to do the things that he says he can do, um, but um, uh, yes, we did think we we might in this one instance be on the same page. Neither of us want him to have those artifacts, and um, certainly uh, eliminating this here figure. Um, who has been instrumental in stealing and assembling the artifacts, might be a useful step in uh, advancing both of our interests. Is that approximately what you were trying to say, Eric? Yes, but I want to add a point. We're not needing you to do anything other than just for like five minutes cut him off to the source. Because I get a feeling that there has to be some kind of connection to him and you know downstairs if you could just for like five minutes look i know i know i look he needs to go and we're offering you the opportunity to do so in a way which is discreet doesn't raise any eyebrows and it's mutual you don't want hell overtaken we don't want earth overtaken now i know We've probably just interrupted you on a really super important d- demon business meeting or whatever the fuck you do in your spare time. Just what is it you want? I think about giving it to you. I want a soul, a- an old, an old soul. Oh, hmm, hmm. Okay. 
by by old <laughs> you see like like a vague a vague sort of insulted look flit across Tammy's face just what do you, what do you qualify as old exactly not you sweet child yeah you're and you're he... young in spirit Tammy Jo and in <laughs> and in body and mind as well oh 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 thank you and his eyes look at Merlin mm, mm, mm. Mm, no. No, 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 we know who has devoted itself to protecting this place. No, we... Go on. It has to be freely given. Mm-hmm. So we would not be making this decision for him. But Deacon Baskerville has spent several hundred years guarding Jupiter Hollow and his family before that. They are the ones who assembled and then scattered and hid these artifacts. The The rest of his family sacrificed themselves to keep Jupiter hollow, to keep maybe this whole continent safe from monsters called the Children of Typhon. And Deacon was the only one left to carry on that work. And became a child of Typhon himself. Indeed. I, again... And Tim will look at Zelda and Eric. We can't make that decision for him. But if he were given the chance to stop what Arnold Friend and Richard Rockwell are unleashing right now on Jupiter Hollow, I, I think he might choose to take it. No, 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 no. This is, I, I, no, nobody... No, just no. He's we're not because he's a dumb fucking idiot, and he'll do it without a heartbeat, and he'll fucking throw himself away. And no, okay, I I was the one who made this decision. I was the one who should have to pay the price. I'm I'm tired. I, Brock is dead because of me, okay. And Zelda got fucked up, and you've just been hurt, and and I, I and so many other people. I I can't. I can't. All right, man. I don't know what the fuck this old soul business is. You have to take some from me. You can't take anything else from anyone else, okay? It's stopping here now. I, no one else is going to get hurt because of my stupid decisions, okay? Eric, all those things happening are... You've made stupid decisions. But all those things that you list happening happened because of my stupid decisions, not yours. Well, you've made, you've made stupid decisions that have made your life worse all along. I... I helped bring this down on Jupiter Hollow. No. If it makes you feel any better, I can't take your soul. What? There are rules in place for people like you. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Look. Just. Uh, I, I already fucking. I'm charged anyway because summoning you, I, I'm, I assume, incurs a soul charge, I'm assuming. Because you know you're him. The one that sits yes. on the top. Uh, well, I'm not that one. 
I'm a prince. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Can you at least tell us, like, do you even like a friend? Is he even noteworthy? Have we just basically ratted out like like a kind of arseholy guy in an Amazon company to Jeff Bezos? Is this what we've just done here? No, I know. I know Arnold Friend. Okay. Or the one who knows Arnold Friend. I'll tell you what. You want five minutes? I can do that. And he opens up the palm of his hand and offers it to Tammy Joe. And inside the palm of his hand is a disc of pure obsidian. And in the center of the disc has this centipede design that has that's spiraling. Whenever you've decided who the soul is, break the seal. I'll get the soul and the five minutes start. All right. And as a sign of good faith, he snaps his fingers and... Silas screams in pain as you see Hellfire envelop him, and then all that's left is a small pile of sulfur. Said it sent me to hell, you bastard. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that does show us good. So, yeah, I guess that is a good space. Thank you. Tammy Joe will hold out her hand for the seal. Yeah, and he'll, he'll give it to you. I look forward to concluding our business, and I wish you all the best of luck. And then he dissipates into all of these crawling insects that just flee the room. <sighs> Zelda kicks at the pile of dust, turns to uh, turns to Eric and Tammy, says, "Okay, so we're just we're just making deals with with devils now. Is that is that how our business is going to happen here? We're trying to save the people of this town, and then what you've decided to do is bring another." infernal creature into this? Is this what we're doing now? Are we trading souls away? Like, oh, good, yeah. What, Deacon's worthless now? Like, he made an ultimate sacrifice, and that's what Chosen Ones do. And now you're like, because he's not a Chosen One, he's not worth anymore? Like, he's some sort of, like, bastard monster that we can just, like, offer? Or what? You're gonna offer your book, Eric? Like, what was the plan here? I don't understand. We could have done Silas. But instead, I... You brought... You brought that to me. Like, now, Beelzebub knows who I am, and that wasn't even a choice I made. I... I'm angry, and I'm disappointed in, in both in both of you. So, um, maybe you can talk this out be- between you both and decide whose soul you're going to offer on a platter and who you're going to convince into giving up their own... Who you're going to damn to eternal damnation, and you know damn well. You know damn well what those costs are. But I guess that's on you, and it's, it's not on me. And uh, she's going to start walking up the stairs to leave the basement. I think a couple points in that Tammy Joe starts to say something and then just shuts up. It should be me, though, right? No. I'm not talking to you. Stomp, stomp. <laughs> and unless someone physically stops her, she's probably out that door and she slams it. Now, she's not going far. <laughs> She'll probably just slump down on the floor near it and just be very angry and try not to cry in public. No. That's fair. It's not you, Marlon. <sighs> Marlon, do you know... As the oldest soul here, Beelzebub said there are rules about people like Eric. Do you know what he meant by that? Well, how many humans do you know who can change shape? Well, s- s- several, actually. That's fair. But not in the not in the se- no, I mean, I mean, not in a more limited way. You mean not not in the way that Eric can now? No, just. <sighs> Fuck it. Let's just make a decision. Right. Fuck it. 
So it has to be a consenting soul, doesn't it? Yes. Great. And it's unlikely that anybody outside of you and Deacon is going to be consenting to going to hell. I'm assuming we can't trick people, can we? Not, not that I'm aware of. Probably but not. You, you know, there, there may be another option. Of course, this this does go into a different argument entirely about whether or not they have souls. But there is Mia, the cultist, but, the the but, vampire. But you, but why would why would they why why would they agree to it unless you're implying there is a way to get someone to agree without them knowing what they're agreeing to? I mean, I don't know. They have an old soul, so perhaps they could be wanting off this mortal coil. I mean, vampires live an exceedingly long life, and, you know, eventually that does get to you. Take it from me. <sighs> Tommy Joe, I need to ask you, you a question. A serious question. I'm not sure there are any other kind right now. How far are you willing to go? Right now, Eric, the person I love most in the world is gone off with a um a very old werewolf man who I still have sort of mixed feelings about to encounter um what sounds like an entire horde of monsters uh underground um and uh the majority of that feels like my fault so whatever I can if I thought Eric I tell you this truly if I thought Beelzebub would take my soul I would do that in a second right now. That's It doesn't sound like that's an option. That's but. not what I meant, Tamajo. What I meant was how far are you willing to go? And by that I mean we might have to get someone to sacrifice themselves and we're going to have to make that call because I, I killed someone, Tamajo. Not a monster, not someone. I, I killed a guy. That's why I left. That's why I stole Merlin. And this is not a tragic misinterpretation it's not an accident killed him in cold blood i don't know what stopped me every time i try and think of that the memory's fuzzy but something made me want to leave that life i can't speak for you but i'm prepared so if we have to cast someone to the winds fine if it means that we're not losing marlin and we're not losing deacon fuck it i don't care how we do it we get mia or we get someone else to take their place and that's fucked up. I'm not asking you to be okay with that. But I'm just saying, I need to know. Can you go to that dead? Yes. Well then. I don't, I don't think we have any entirely good choices left. And a lot of that is my fault, so I will take on whatever I need to do to make the least bad choice we can. That's what I've been saying this whole time, Tammy. There are no such thing as good or bad. It's just shit and people choose to say good or bad to justify why they're doing a thing or to justify why they're stopping a thing i don't have any issue with what zelda's beef is with us right now i understand why and i wish i had her moral character truly i do but i i didn't see any other way we're not anything to this guy and he's one demon and we still gotta stop Rockwell, and 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 there's so, so much shit, and I just, I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't let him get away with what he did to Zelda. He had to go. I was willing I know. to make that sacrifice. 
Even if Zelda hates me for it, so be it. I think you did the right thing, Eric. That was a hell. <laughs> that was a hell of a risk. I did it. But if I, we'll see if it was correct, right? If I had thought of it, and if I could have done it, I would have done the same. Okay. So, let's go upstairs. Let's try and make amends with Zelda. And you need to phone Jackson because no, we're we're, we're not telling Deacon. We can't. The guy will just immediately try and sacrifice himself, and that's not happening. So, phone Jackson, um, tell him we've dealt with Silas, and I guess we're going to have to find Mia. Because unless you know any other immortals in town, who we will, and I guess we're going to have to brainstorm. There, There is one more person we know who's just a soul at this point. Not an old one, though. I know, but yeah, but that's. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying I like it. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying least bad choice, and someone who might be willing. Would she though? I don't know. Gosh, let's just. And I say, I say that saying I don't know. If, <laughs> as angry as Zelda is now, I don't know if she would ever forgive us if we brought Rebecca into this. Let's just go upstairs. You phone your nephew. I'll talk to Zelda. All right. All right, we'll head upstairs then. Okay. Zelda, where are you? Just don't talk to me right now, okay? Just, like, if you could do one thing, just don't don't talk to me right now. I'm not going to try and justify anything, okay? You know, that's not what I do, right? I did a thing. I acted on what I thought was going to get us out of that situation. All I'm asking is that you work with us until this mess is sorted. And then, beyond that, you have every right to act on your own volition. Just please put up with us until then, okay? It's, it's, it's not that. Of, of course, I mean, it's my job. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to solve this problem. That's a thing. I don't even know if I, I have a, a, a choice there, but you, you didn't even ask me, Eric. I mean... I, I'm I'm the one that was possessed, but I was still there, and you know that. And you didn't even ask. You didn't even like offer, like, "Hey, would that be okay?" Because like now that's on me too. Like, whatever happens, if if someone ends up like sacrificing their soul, that's not that's on me now too. And I didn't have a choice in that. Like, I would rather have just stayed possessed, because at least that would have been just me. I could have handled it. I could have handled that. That was that's something I'd be willing to do because then I would be doing my part. It would almost be like I was a hero, you know. And you took that away from me. You you took it away from me because this isn't heroic at all. This is just trading somebody for I don't I don't even know what. So that's what it is, Eric. Okay, and I know you did whatever you thought you needed to do, but it's not what I needed to do. And I don't know if I can. I don't even know what I need to do anymore. That's that. That's what it is. So I told you from the start, Zelda. Um, I don't believe in heroes. So grade me on that scale if you wish. It's not. No, no, I'm not doing. I'm not doing this, Eric. I'm not. I'm not doing the. Oh no, I'm a bad. I'm a bad guy, and I. I'm not a hero. So everything. I, no, I. I don't. I. That's the. That's like one of the worst parts. That's like the worst part. Is that every time I have to see you kick yourself down. And it's like you, you keep doing it and you keep the only choice you ever find is the one that kicks yourself down. 
and I, I can't save you. I can't save anybody else. And I don't want to see you tear yourself apart anymore, Eric. I think that's where I'm at right now. I, I can't, I can't, I can't anymore. Whatever's going on, whatever you need to forgive yourself for, you got to do that yourself, okay? Because I can't. I, I don't have the ability to. I'm going to, I'm going to go about six feet over there and I'm going to sit on the ground, okay? And you could go do whatever you and Tammy are going to do. I'm going to, I got to, I got to figure something out and I'll decide what I'm going to do. All right. I'll be over there then. Are you still in the house or are you outside? Uh, Zelda? Yeah. How many walls still uh, exist at the Hanson property? <laughs> um, the way I've been treating it is like the fir- front half of the house is pretty much torn out. But right. like the back half is still in pretty much safe. So like the kitchen and like the yeah. doorway leading to the the basement. Yeah, I think she's like right by like technically still house, but looking out to outside, like f- needing fresh air. Like she's just been uh, beat up in a basement. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's that. So she's she can see outside. She and she is probably visible as well. Okay. Um let's pause there. Um Tammy Joe. Um Yeah. I think Tammy Joe just you know, am- among all the, the sort of rubble at this point of the the basement and the junk, um um she'll just kick over a like milk crate kind of thing and sit down on it and um and pull out her phone and dial jackson okay uh it rings a few times and then you hear hey this is jackson hey honey um it's it's uh it's ani um are how how are you all uh how are you all doing can can you speak up it's like like i hear it's it's hard to hear you oh oh it's uh it's it's me. How how are how are you? How's the uh? How, how are the monsters? Are you okay? What? I can't. I probably can't really hear you because you know this is my voicemail. So go ahead and leave me a message, and uh, I'll call you back as soon as I can. Beep. God. God. Damn it, Jackson. You know it wouldn't be so bad if you didn't keep changing it. Um, this is your auntie. I'm worried about you. We're, um, we got, we got the thing out of Zelda. The, the Marsh mummy guy is, is dead. Um, things aren't really better though. It's kind of a mess. Um, I just, I want to know where, where you and Deacon are. Do you need, do you need help? Do you, are, are, how are the monsters? Um, uh, 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 call me back. Um, and I think she just rambles until the, uh. The message cuts off. Okay, Tommy. Um, I, oh, sorry. Hey. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, go yeah, and then she'll yeah. she'll go upstairs. What what time is it now? Um, I think we said last time it was probably like around midday. Oh God! So we had that whole conversation like in front of the of the the neighborhood. Okay, good to know. Well, we were we were in the basement. No, no, the yeah. conversation between me and Zelda. Oh, oh well, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind I mean, of. I mean, say they're incriminating, the but yeah, <laughs> oh, looks a bit awkward. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right. Well, so so T- Tammy Joe had had made a promise to join Peter Harrington at least for dessert. 
Mm-hmm. How late for that is she now? <laughs> uh, I'd say about 30 minutes. All right. Um. <laughs> All right. Um. I think Tammy Joe is gonna she'll go she's gonna go upstairs and and she's not looking at at Eric or Zelda. She's just gonna sort of generally announce to the room. Tried to reach Jackson. Got his voicemail. If you, one of you wants to try in a few minutes, that would be good. I did. I. I made a promise to meet some rich asshole for pie at Herschel's, and I'm late, and I'm going to go have some pie. If either of you want to come with me, you're very welcome. Car leaves in two minutes. I just got to fix my eyeliner. And Tammy Jo will go to the decrepit bathroom and fix her eyeliner best she can in the torn apart bathroom, and then she'll head to her car and people can join her or not. Okay, who's going to join her, just so I can get a head count? Zelda has two things she would want to do before joining. Okay. Uh, The first is very quick. It would be she wants to go down cellar and see if the skull's still there. Okay. Make sure it is very well in there, it's there, and that the door is incredibly closed. Yeah, yeah. The, The skull is absolutely there. The door is incredibly closed whenever you close it. Yeah. That's great. The other thing she would like to do once Tammy said try to call Jackson again mm-hmm. is instead she'd like to use magic mm-hmm. to observe another place or time. Okay. And she wants to try to see the vault. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Go or at least outside of it. Whatever she can do. Roll use magic. Let's, let's go. Let's go. This has been working pretty good so far. Well, partially okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, 10, and I think I've got two. Wait one second. I got to see what my weird is. Okay, 12. 12. Okay, good job. Yes. Uh, She's been practicing today. Yeah. So um, what does this look like whenever you want to? Um, I think she comes upstairs, and um, she kind of finds, like, one of the partial walls mm-hmm. and just starts kind of, like, uh, drawing circle with her fingertip on it. And not even embarrassed as this circle becomes very pink and purpley and sparkly. And, oh, God, there's a heart. It's fine. Because she's looking specifically, because she's looking for Deacon and Jackson, people she cares about in particular. Okay. But the focus is the focus is the vault, because as far as she knows, that's what they were heading for. And that's where, like, problems are occurring. Yeah. So you peek in on the vault and you see Jackson and Deacon fighting Rockwell. But there's something different about Rockwell. Um, his face is twisted into a large grin and sharp teeth. And you see he has long, sharp claws. And he seems bulkier. And... Jackson is swinging his axe, and Rockwell just grabs it by the hilt and kicks Jackson down the the tunnel and throws his axe to the side, and Deacon tries to thrust his spear into Rockwell's chest, and Rockwell bats it aside and just slices across Deacon's chest, and you see it's a deep cut, 
and um, Rockwell just starts laughing as he starts moving in. Uh, okay. Uh, is that how that goes? Eric! Eric! No time to be angry at you right now. And she'll go running out to Tammy's car and she'll go, Tammy, fuck Peter Harrington. We have to go to the vault right now. Uh, is Eric coming out? Yeah, he'll 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 come out. Yeah. What? What is it? What? The uh, uh, Rockwell is fighting uh, Jackson and Deacon, and it's not going well. I saw the thing. I did magic. Listen, why are we questioning this? Let's go say like he can wait for Pi. Screw the Harringtons to hell. Come on, let's get in the car. Come on, let's go. And like, and then Zelda is in the car. Do you want me to drive, Tammy? I'm a very good driver. No, thank you, honey. I'm going. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. Before uh, yeah. you get into the car. Uh, um, I guess you wouldn't even hear it. You just see a body mm. fall on your car and crush it in. What? And it's an older man who's got a bulkier frame. And upon closer inspection, you see tattooed across his body. He has very assorted runes and such. And on his knuckles, it says ward and well. Oh! And descending from the sky is a Sasquatch with large hawk-like wings. And it roars. And next time on $2 Creature Feature. Ray! Ray, you son of a bitch! <laughs> See y'all in two weeks. Bye! Oh, God, Tammy Joe is going to lose her heart. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Okay, I'm going to hit stop yeah, on I'm record stop. and then yep, yell at too. Ray. record <laughs> all right recording on audacity hey, no worries no worries we got it we're, we're all we're already leaving nye behind we just oh no <laughs> damn it we failed we just promised we're already failing don't put nye in the corner <laughs> okay that's her recording exactly if we say nothing matters that it doesn't matter nothing matters is that a nihilistic av- attitude yeah yeah oh god oh, oh god oh no that's recorded too yeah <laughs> oh my god now you're such a nihilist oh please oh uh, no okay uh, no no we gotta we gotta uh, cut this right here no uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh boy so if if just eric dies is it annihilation 
Oh. <laughs> All right, so where's that? There's that world clock going. Okay, yeah, right. I got the world clock going. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and clack in. A T P Eric. No, no, that would be the opposite. Mm, mm, I give up. All Let's right, clap it we'll at the thirty. The thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty. All right. <laughs> 